Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick? And apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Wife! Do you know what we're doing today? Well, today's Saturday, which usually means that we're doing... Q&A Saturday! That's right. And what are we queuing and aing today? Um, we are going over Isaiah chapters 44, 45, 46, and 47. And... And... And I'm going to tell you a little bit about a couple of gods. Oh, is it our uh, Disney friends? Um, Bell and Nabu. Nabu. I thought it was Nibu. It's both. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's not Nemo. So summaries and gods. Mm-hmm. All right. You ready to do this? I am. Let's do it. Okie dokie. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. 
All right. So we're doing our Q&A. Okay. Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. And uh, let's start with Isaiah chapter 44. Okay. Okay. Yep. That chapter was basically turn to God and also um, God went over the folly of making idols. Yes, he did. And the process of making them. Right. And that was when you were like, I'll burn wood. Yeah. In my little wood burner. Right. Yeah. And um, that happened. So so idols bad still. Yes. Again. Yes. Right. And then also uh, it was the first mention of Cyrus by name as the one who will deliver as a prophecy. Sure. The one who will deliver uh, Israel from Babylon. Which I think is, it's really just awkwardly weird. Yeah. Because it, it makes it obvious mm-hmm. that this is a try hard. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you don't have to think that hard about what's going on here to know that this wasn't a fucking prophecy. But Christians really hard believe it. Yeah, but that's because they drank the Kool-Aid. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, true. I'm, you know, I it's mean, true. it's, I don't have any other words other than that. But no, it's just, it, are... to me, it's glaringly obvious mm-hmm. that this is a try hard. They're, they're yeah. trying way too hard to make this a prophecy. Completely agree. So that's all. So then we move on to the next chapter, Isaiah 45. Yep. And that's when um, God specifically commissioned Cyrus. Okay. And then he created everything God did because you know how it be. Yeah. Or he told us how he did that, right? Yeah. Because he likes to tell us over and over again. Exactly. And then um, he talks about how the Egyptian, Ethiopian, and Sabian peoples um, were conquered by yeah. Cyrus and um so uh what are their names the Israelites are going to um see some of those treasures trickle down and okay. but the problem is that um Babylon is going to be defeated by Cyrus got it who okay. will then set the Israelites, Israelites free. free right yeah. well, why why I don't understand I don't remember them having Treasures trickle down from those countries or whatever. It, Was it, that? I don't think that's spelled of, out. No, it's just part of like the prophecy. Something that he says um, in verse 14, he's talking about um, the fact that they paid homage to um, distant nations and then those nations were named. Got it. And that they received treasures. I mean, basically, what I hear throughout the Bible is. You guys suck real hard, and I'm going to ruin you. And then, oh, I love you guys. Here's some stuff, but also your worms. Right. Is that pretty much the gist yeah, of it? Yeah, it's that borderline personality disorder book entitled, I love, or no, I hate you, don't leave me. Right, right. Yeah. 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 And then we hear more about Babylon's idols, and don't forget to look to the Lord for salvation. Sure. Sure. So then we get to Isaiah chapter 46, and okay. that's where we hear about um those two false gods bell and nebo yeah or whatever yeah and i'll talk about them in a minute i just want to like get through these chapters sure sure but yeah that's where we hear about those gods yeah okay and the people are carrying away their false gods on carriages Mm -hmm. and so god's like those poor animals that sucks like you know real gods don't have to be carried Right. And it's like... But we did carry you. We carried your fucking house. Right. You know? Yep. Yeah. 
across the goddamn desert. Remember? Yeah. Remember? Remember? Oh, I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. And um, then he goes on to say that the Lord knows the beginning and the end. And he's, you know, the great I am that was here before and after and all that. Right. Okay. And then chapter 47 was the chapter that we refer to as fuck Babylon. Babylonians are fucked. Right. And, and yeah, that they, happened. They were. Yeah. So I don't even need to. I mean, most of it was that was some of the wording was confusing somewhat. But once mm -hmm. we figured out what the basic messages were, it yeah. was not like there's not a lot to these chapters. No, no, not it at was all. just you had to get past the the poetry of the words. Or yeah, whatever. you have to just understand like the overall message. And it's very simple. Yeah. God made everything and he's really proud of it. He doesn't want you to make idols and shit. He's going to kill some people because they suck, apparently, at this point. Mm -hmm. And he's going to use some guy that doesn't believe in him to do it. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty much the gist of it. Mm -hmm. so. so there's that. Okay. So now let's go into our fun gods. This is the fun part. Okay. To me. Yeah. So Bell and Nebo um, were mentioned in Isaiah chapter 46. It says, Bell bows down, Nebo stoops low. Their idols are borne by beasts of burden. Right. That's a lot of alliteration. Yeah. And I okay. thought it was interesting at the time that they even mentioned other gods. Right. Because it doesn't happen a lot. Like Molech was mentioned at some point. And, mm -hmm. you know, there's been a couple of instances maybe. Right. But this was a weird one-off right in the middle of this. Yeah. It was so. very strange that he's like, stop. Yeah. You know? So that's because these two gods were actually being um, very much celebrated and worshipped at that time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. So Bel and Nebo were names of two false gods that the idol-worshipping nations served. They are the names of the pagan gods um, who might be familiar to us because Belshazzar um, contains Bel yeah. and Nebuchadnezzar um, has oh. the Neba. Okay. Nebo, Nabu. Okay. And Nebo and Nabu are synonymous. They're interchangeable. It just depends on which culture right. of the Mesopotamian area um, says it. Sure. So that's okay. that's why I say one versus the other. I gotcha. Okay. It just depends on whichever one comes to my head first. Right, right. Okay. But let's talk about Bell first. Okay. okay. Yeah. Bell, B-E-L, okay, yeah. as opposed to L-E-L. -E two L's. No, oh. uh, I'm saying Bell, B-E-L, as opposed to L-E-L. -E oh, 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 I see. Yeah. Like, like God, L. Right. Like Yahweh, L. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. The similarity just, you know, continues to right. annoy yeah. and astound. Yeah. So B-E-L is a title signifying Lord or Master, much like L was. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It was applied to various gods in the Mesopotamian religion of Akkad, Assyria, and Babylon. Hmm. Okay. The female form is Belit or Belite, B-E-L-I-T. Okay. In Akkadian. Okay. And it means lady or mistress. Got it. Okay. So these are titles less than they are specific names. Okay. Okay. Like doctor instead of, you know, Mr. Smith. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. So, Bel is represented in Greek as Belos and in Latin as Belus or Belus. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And Belit, 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 Belite. 
okay. I don't know, the chick, yeah. appears in Greek form as Beltis. Okay. Okay. Now, linguistically, Bel is an East Semitic form cognate with the Southwest Semitic Baal of the same meaning. Come on, say that. Why, can, okay. you, can you give me layman's term Yeah, on I'll that? give you the layman's term. All right. Bel and Baal as titles come from the same fucking place. Got it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's what that means. That makes sense. Okay. So Baal. And Baal, there's is the god Baal, and then there's Baal, Baal. who is like right. the right, master. Or whatever. just lowercase g, I'm talking about God. Sure. Right. Okay. So Bel was especially used for the Babylonian god Marduk. Okay. Whom we've heard a little bit about. Yeah. And we're going to talk about him in a different Q&A because we've heard just enough about him now that I want to know more. Okay. Mm -hmm. But Bel was used for the Babylonian god Marduk in Assyrian and Neo-Babylonian personal names or mentioned in inscriptions in a Mesopotamian context. Okay. Okay. So those two names can be interchangeable. Like Bel could be um, the title of Marduk, or Bel can be much like Baal or Baal. Yeah. Bel can be a separate god. Okay. Okay. All right. So similarly, Belit, you know, his chick, yeah. his, his side piece, right. mostly refers to Marduk's spouse, Sarpanit. Oh, okay. It's okay. a cool name. Mm hmm. So Marduk's mother, the Sumerian goddess, often referred to in the Sumerian language as Ninhursag, Damkina, and Ninma, was often known as Balit Ili, which means Lady of the Gods in Akkadian. Okay. Okay? Yep. So we've got Marduk, or Bel, we've got his wife, Belite, or, right. you know, whatever, and then we've got... Marduk's mom. Okay. Okay. Yep. In Mandian um, cosmology, which that's just another form, like the Gnostics. Um, okay. It's just another over there kind of faith or lack thereof kind of thing. Got it. The name for Jupiter is Bill, B-I-L, which is derived from the name Bell. Oh, okay. Okay. So... Basically, what I'm saying is that there's just all these different guys over there, and they're all about the same thing. Sure. Okay. One, if you if you ask me, and and again, I'm I'm basing this just on the little knowledge that I have, but with the reference to L and Bell, mm -hmm. it sounds like a lot of these stories originated from the same things. Mm -hmm. They did essentially. Yes, they did. They went different directions, obviously. Right. It's the but... game of telephone, but with gods. Right. And God titles and God names and offices of gods. And and that's how we end up with so many reoccurring stories throughout different cultures yes. and different religions is that they are essentially the same thing, just told in different cultures and different, yes. different areas. Passed down over the ages. Right. They're bound to change much the way a guy who fishes brings home a fish this big. But then by the time 50 years have passed, it was that big. Right. 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 So, though often identified with Greek Zeus and Latin Jupiter uh -huh. as Zeus Belos or Jupiter Belus, huh. in other cases, Belus is interpreted as an ancient king who founded Babylon and built the ziggurat. 
I've heard of the ziggurat before. Yeah, we, we I've cover told it you okay. about the, the ziggurat is basically um, a huge kind of uh, pyramid. Okay. Kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an okay. early, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. And he is recognized and worshipped as the god of war. Okay. Okay. Sure. So Artabanus, Ar, yeah, Artabanus, who was an early Greek historian, is cited as stating in his Jewish history that he found an anonymous work that giants who had been dwelling in Babylonia were destroyed by the gods for impiety, meaning okay. they were misbehaving. Yeah. But one of them named Belus, 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 right, escaped and settled in Babylon and lived in the tower which he built and named the Tower of Belus. Is that the Tower of Babylon? Who knows? Okay. Is it? I don't well, know. Well, I'm, I'm asking this because I heard, I don't know if it was you and I talking about something or if I heard this se- separately somewhere, but um, I've heard people refer to Nimrod as some sort of a demon god type thing almost. That sounds familiar. And I think we talked so, about that. And, and that has something to do with the Tower of Babel also. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, there's, I, I guess I'm asking this, like, we, we won't get to the bottom of this today, but... There are so many stories that sound so similar. Well, and think about this. Um, this one um, giant yeah. escaped. Right. Much like the giant that caught a ride on Noah's Ark. Right. You know? Which then also made an appearance in the Bible when mm-hmm. they were fighting in you know Israel. Yeah. So, so who knows, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So an early text by Abidanus, um, his book was called concerning the assyrians which very early text okay okay yep like way back states that the site of babylon was originally water and called a sea but belus put an end to this and assigned a district to each and surrounded babylon with a wall and at the appointed time he disappeared okay so that was all like in quotes okay okay from that book all right This seems to be a rationalized version of the god Marduk's defeat of the Mesopotamian goddess of the sea, Tiamat, whom I've talked about before because I love her. Right. Followed here by Belus becoming a god. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And a little earlier in that same section, in a supposed prophecy by King Nebuchadnezzar, King Nebuchadnezzar claims to be descended from Belus. Hmm. Okay. Interesting, right? Yeah. Okay, so now let's talk about, speaking of Nebed, let's talk about Nabu. Okay. Okay. Sure. So Nabu is the ancient Mesopotamian patron god of literacy, the rational arts, scribes, and wisdom. He was also the inventor of writing, a divine scribe, and a god of vegetation. So he dabbled in a little bit of everything. Sure, yeah. He's the son of Marduk and Sarpenetum. Okay. All right. Okay. Those were the two big ones, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So now we've got Marduk's son or right. Bell's son. Yeah. Which okay. is Nebo, Nebo, mm-hmm. Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar, whatever. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So interesting. Yeah. Okay. So Nabu wore a horned cap and stood with his hands clasped in the ancient gesture of priesthood. 
He hmm. rode on a winged dragon known as Sarush. That's really cool. Right? Yeah. That originally belonged to his father, Marduk. In Babylonian astrology, Nabu was identified with the planet Mercury. My dad never passes down a dragon I can ride. I, no, I, no, why, why don't I get a dragon? I I would like to put in a complaint because yeah. I didn't get one either. I, I didn't get one because I'm a girl. I don't know why you didn't get one. You, right? You're also I'm, the oldest son. Sh- yeah, I should totally get a dragon. You should call your dad tomorrow and yeah, ask, like, Where the fuck's up? my dragon, man? Yeah. Like, do I have to reach a certain age? I'm old. Can I have it now? <laughs> so in Hellenistic times, meaning Greek, yeah. Nabu was sometimes identified with the Greek Apollo as oh. a giver of prophecies. Okay. Because, you know, he's... The guy of writing, the god of writing and stuff. Right. So right. prophecies is very similar. Yeah. Okay. As the god of wisdom and a divine messenger, Nabu was linked with the Greek god Hermes, the Roman god Mercury, and the Egyptian god Thoth. Hmm. Okay. Okay. The Akkadian Nabu means announcer or authorized person, and the Hebrew Navi. And all of those mean prophet. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I th- I thought that was well, very it's, cool. It's interesting how this all translates. So like it goes from like your Babylonian areas and then and then it translates and and all these other um, Mesopotamian areas mm-hmm. to then being like part of the Greeks and part mm-hmm. of, you know, like this. Yeah. It's the part that amazes me about all this, these works, these gods, these things, mm-hmm. is that they're all so interconnected and yet no one really talks about that in in modern day right. um religion you know right. like it's not it's it's all there to be found out but why why aren't we asking these questions why aren't we talking about these things why aren't they part of the narrative like you and I had to do a Q&A 3 years into our podcast to read about these gods you right. know yeah. like and how they're like oh by the way this guy's also sometimes hermes Right. We've heard of Hermes. He was the uh, Greek god with the fucking wings on his feet, you know? Sure. And th- here's the thing. We we all know, like, most of, I would assume that most of the people, most of our fans, most of you out there have heard or know that, you know, all the stories that happen in the Bible are based on older stories, are based on, you know, like, it's mm-hmm. all, it's all regurgitated you know, stories, legends, and legends stuff. and myths yeah. and stuff. Right. But it's something that never gets discussed, even though there are very direct, you know, links to these other gods, to these other stories, right. to these other things. And I feel like if you're going to be so in immersed in a religion, you would want to, you would want to know and talk about right. these relations, these relationships to these other gods, to these yeah. other things, because it is, it is something to like. I couldn't. It informs I couldn't, your God, right? And I couldn't imagine not being curious about it, right? Like saying, "Oh no, I'm just going to. I'm. I'm only going to accept exactly how somebody else told me to really re- relate this information to mm-hmm. my religion." Exactly. I'm not going to dig any further, even though there's names of gods, even though there's stories that are from other gods, even though there's all these other things mm-hmm. that point to. Outside of my religion, mm-hmm. I'm never going to look into it. I'm never going to dig deeper than the surface. I guess that's what gets me because I'm interested in a lot of things. I'm interested in writing. And so I spend a lot of my time because I'm interested in writing. I 
um, read a lot of writing guides, some of them that, you know, contradict each other right. in advice or memoirs about writers, you know, from writers. Yeah. And I watch a lot of writing YouTube videos and I, I listen to podcasts about writing. So I'm exploring my interest that I, you know, that informs who I am as a person, right? Like yeah. I am a writer. I love writing. And so I research writing all the time. Why is it that you have Christians, this is who they are, but they don't, they're not curious about anything about it. Yeah. It's like they I stopped. I get it. It's like the parents who don't like their kids' music because they just stopped with their music, right? Yeah. They don't care anymore. They're like, this is what I want. This is what I'm going to have. Only the 60s. That's the it. end. Right. Like, yeah. no, actually, 80s, 90s, 2000s, and today have some pretty good fucking music. Right. And honestly, like for our listeners out there, I don't think that they should stop with what we're telling them because we're not, we're, we're digging very surface into these Oh, very things. surface. And, you know, we're mostly trying to give you a, um, a place to start, a place to start and just ideas to take and run with, because mm -hmm. I'm sure to this day to right now, even in this episode, we probably got some things slightly wrong. Oh, I'm sure. You know, I'm sure. at the very least. So God bless the internet, but also God curse the internet. Right. You know? Yeah. There's always somebody out there that knows way more than we know about subjects. Yeah. But it's the, the process of being curious about these things that matters to me. Mm -hmm. And, and I hope that that's what matters to a lot of our listeners because Same. I think you should always keep learning. I think you should always ask questions. And that's what the whole impetus for our podcast was, mm -hmm. is to just ask questions. Mm -hmm. Like we wanted to know more. Right. And so here we are. We're learning more, and it's really, really fucking cool. I think so, Especially too. when we dig into these other gods and things. Like, I Those love Those are my that. favorite parts because yeah. it just further brings home the fact that the one book that we're reading is just not the end-all, be-all. Right. and It's not even the beginning. I would have never thought this at the beginning of this whole journey that we've been on, but... I want to continue learning about how all these things intermingle mm -hmm. and how they all relate to history. Like there's so much. It's so rich in in so many different stories and cultures mm -hmm. that I, I I want to continue to learn. I want to learn more it about it. It makes me want to keep going further and further back and be like, what was the beginning initial source <laughs> of all of these stories? Right. Not because I believe in God. No. Not, not because I want to know more about a God that I don't believe in. But because I'm curious where these human stories, right. where these where these myths started from, where they came from, why they I'm are. I'm curious about the people, not the gods. Yeah. I'm curious about the people no, and their beliefs in the gods. It's just an interesting story. It's an interesting yeah. way to look at that historical period in time. Right. Exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah. So this is fun. Yeah. So um, anyway, going back to Nabu, he was worshipped by the Babylonians and the Assyrians. Okay. He gained prominence among the Babylonians in the first millennium BC when he was identified as the son of the god Marduk. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Nabu symbols include a stylus resting on a tablet as well as a simple wedge shape. And okay. the image of that, King Nabonidus, ne hold on, Nab, <laughs> yeah, that's a Nabu, Nab, hold on, let me try this again. <laughs> Nabonidus. Nabonidus. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
you know how I have dyslexia, right? Yes. I get my B's and my D's mixed up. And when there's more than one of them in the same word, I have to try really hard. Got it. Got so it. that's what happened just then. I was sure. like, are you a B or a D? Right. Yeah. So nebonitis. Right. Like tendonitis, but nebonitis. Exactly. Um, he placed the image of that wedge shape uh, atop his royal scepter. Huh. So okay. that, you know, he could be like related close to the god, you know. Got it. Yeah. yeah. So Nabu was continuously worshipped until the second century when cuneiform became a lost art. Huh. Interesting, right? Yeah. Because so it was basically the their written language lost favor. And so And so the god, god of writing. Died. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And but it is interesting to me that he was the son of gods. Mm-hmm. And worshipped in around the first century BC, mm-hmm. so it it only preceded Jesus, the Jesus story, by about a, a century. Or he so. was continuously worshipped until the second century. Oh, so into so it overlapped 200. into Christianity, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. interesting, right? Or yeah. at least the early forms of Christianity when so Christ was born. Or this what the story, fuck this story about Nebuchadnezzar was had to had to have been very. Prescient in mm-hmm. in the whole, you know, beginnings of the Christian mu- movement. Yes, like that had to be an impetus, almost maybe, mm-hmm. maybe not entirely, but like that story was there. It right? had to be involved. Well, yeah, because here's another thing. So we're talking about Nabu, the son of Marduk, right? So uh, Marduk and his side piece, yeah, they were actually worshipped in Babylon's sister city. And I did not write down the name of this sister city, but it was like Balish or Babelish okay. or something. Bubblicious. Bubblicious. We'll yeah. call it Bubblicious. Sure. Okay. And so they had giant statues of Marduk and his side chick. Okay. Sure. In Bubblicious. And Got every it. year they would bring the statues into Babylon to worship them during that one time period. And then they would, you know, take them back to the sister city. Got it. So, I mean, this was like an active practice. Right. So um, then when Nabu was related as his son, I imagine that they were still worshiping his father for them to be, have a reason to worship the son. You know what I mean? Right, right. So we've got the father and the son already happening. Yeah. And... Very, very actively being worshipped. Like, moving these statues from one city to another was no easy feat because these things were fucking giant. Right. Um, That brings me to my final point, which is that there is a colossal statue of the god Nabu dated from the 8th century BC hmm. from Nimrud on display in the National Museum of Iraq. No shit. No shit. Wow. Yeah. The 8th century BC. Huh. Yeah. So That's really cool. That means that they were worshiping this guy for a really fucking long time. Right. If and they were still worshiping him into the 2nd century BC. Right. Or and these 80. cultures and religions definitely overlapped with, you know, it, Judaism. Yeah. And even Christianity just on the edges of it anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's very, very interesting. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. Yeah. No, the I, time I, period alone. And, and that's that's what I'll, like, I don't think I could ever learn enough about the time periods and where these gods, mm-hmm. you know, 
resided, the stories about them, and how they all intermingle with all these other stories and, and myths. This makes so. me really want to learn more geography. Like, I've never wanted to understand geography more than studying all this stuff to see how all of the different countries and cities and just the different name places, whatever we're calling them, right, how they well, all fit together. And especially because the world that we're talking about is so much smaller than the entire planet. You know, mm-hmm. like it's such a small, like this is, you're almost talking about like a um, fantasy map from like, you know, Lord right. of the Rings or something like exactly. which, which mountain range did this one happen in and which forest was that? And, you know, exactly. like it's all, it's very, it's very uh, fantasy. Like the, the yes. whole idea of this whole thing seems very, like very much like a fantasy book. Mm-hmm. So I, mm-hmm. it, I, it, that's why I think I think that's part of why I find it interesting too. Sure, so. sure. But you said that was uh, that was the last thing you had. That there? was my final point. Yes. All right. Why well, I'm thoroughly enjoyed learning more about those gods. So I hope you guys did too. And uh, I will be no no no. We'll be back tomorrow and tomorrow's Sunday. So we'll be back with Patreon. And then I'll get the weekly wrap up out and then we'll be back on monday with um what 48 48 yeah isaiah Isaiah chapter 48 i was trying to pull up the other window (laughs) i thought wife might have been prepared but she wasn't so Uh, well i didn't know you were gonna ask me that i ask you literally at the end of every weekend episode and am i ever prepared actually i ask you at the end of every single episode so but am i ever prepared you are very rarely prepared so who is the bigger problem here? Me, who's never prepared, or you, who doesn't learn and act accordingly, that your wife will probably not be prepared? Yahweh for not existing and not telling me what to do. Facts. Yeah. So, you yeah, know, whatever. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll do better in the coming new year. Hashtag <laughs> goals. <laughs> All right. That was our podcast for today. Uh, we will see you guys next time. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh, my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Oh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.